Hey there, everybody. How you doing today? It's Pastor Chip again. Thank you for tuning in. The leaves are coming down now. I'm sitting on the porch. It's a nice day. You can probably hear the tree frogs in the background. and There's some little nuthatches out here chirping away on the feeders. But it's a beautiful day. But Saturday I went on a, <clears throat> a walk with a group of people who were walking for life for a crisis pregnancy center in town and just went out there and we raised some awareness and talked about the good things going on and what's going on to help people. And you know, I've been thinking about that all weekend and today I'm going to talk about going to talk about that life. And you know, I'm just going to come right out and say it first off. I'm a guy I don't know what it's like. I don't know what it's like to be in a situation that, <coughs> excuse me, you didn't ask for. I'm not going to go into all those situations or how you got there. But I can never know what it's like To have a life growing inside of you and moving and breathing, starting to breathe. You know, when it comes out, it's alive and something that you've incubated and created and had for in you for nine months we were talking about sunday at church and you know i think if god didn't want you to have that intimate relationship between you and that life growing inside of you you could have just been like an ostrich you could have just laid that big old egg checked on it every now and then and When it hatched, it hatched. And if you wanted to run off and leave it, you could. And if somebody wanted to come steal it, they could. But that's not the way it works. You've got that thing for nine months. That baby that's growing and becoming part of you. Man, hummingbird just flew by. She's out here. It's a female. Girl, you need to be going south. But anyway, you bond with that baby. You feel it. It grows. Changes you. And then from a male's perspective, a father 
So I have two daughters. And I was around with them when they were born and raised them up until they became smarter than me and moved off. I say that because they think they're smarter than me, but they're not really. <laughs> but all your kids reach a point where they think they're smarter than their parents. But they... Uh, run off and start their own lives. And now I've got two grandsons and a granddaughter that's about to be born by one daughter. And I have a granddaughter by the other. And you know, I... I hate to think... I hate to think of where my world would be if one of those, any one of those, had been aborted. I think I would spend the rest of my life wondering what would they look like at this point? What would they look like on their first birthday? Would they be left-handed? Would they have blue eyes? Would they be short like me? Would they have brown hair or straight hair or curly hair or red hair? You know, what would be their hobbies? How would they do in school? You know, what would be their favorite subject? Would they like music? Would they play basketball? Would they like the outdoors? I can't possibly conceive in my head how it would be for a mother, but for me, I know for a fact That that drives me crazy. I think it for other reasons, for other things. But I hate to think of what you would endure for the rest of your life over a child that's aborted. How, and I have to think, how can a mother separate herself from that child that you're willing to kill something inside of you that you've created? I can't conceive that. To me, it's just unquestionable.
especially when I've had two girls and raised up, and I know at points in my children's lives when they've been sick, I would have gladly have done anything within my power to make them better, even at the expense of my own life. I can't understand it. <clears throat> but there's several scriptures that, you know, that tie into this. I'm going to read. It's Jeremiah, he says, I chose you before I formed you in the womb. I set you apart before you were born. If God knows us before we're in the womb... Does he have a a shelf sitting around in heaven with a bunch of little souls in it? And he's talking to us and he says, Okay, here you go, Chip. This is the one you get. Go on down there. You know, I, you're gonna be a hard nut to deal with, but I'm gonna I'm gonna deal with you. I know you're gonna be a lot of trouble at first. 20 years of your life and then you'll settle down a little bit and then you know or you know go on so and so I know you're going to have a you're going to have a chance a fighting chance maybe if you know you're going to be in with a, <clears throat> a bad situation and I'm going to I'm going to send a lot of people to witness to your mom and hopefully she'll make the right choice It's going to be tough, but you're up for it. How about Jeremiah 29.11? For I know the plans I have for you. This is the Lord's declaration. Plans for your well-being, not for... Disaster to give you a future and hope. You will call to me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. I will be found by you. Can you imagine? What's going on in heaven? We only use 10% of our brain. Wouldn't it be amazing if one day we, we could use 100% of it? We might, we might know the communication between God and us from beginning to end. We might remember the things that He tells us before we're even conceived in our mother's womb. We might know the plans that he has for us before we even start. Or how about Psalm 139, 15? My bones were not hidden from you when I was made in secret.
Your eyes saw me when I was formless. All my days were written in your book and planned before a single one of them began. I look at my grandchildren and my daughters. I'm so thankful for what I have. And I pray for them daily. I don't know if they they know. They were raised praying and, you know, I prayed with them and I took them to church, encouraged them to do things, probably just like my parents did me. But I have spent my time every day praying for my children and my grandchildren. I've done a couple of podcasts about them. But all I know is how precious they are to me. And I can't for a second imagine life without them had things turned out differently when they were young. I can't imagine aborting a child. I can't imagine living and wondering what every holiday and event holds. I'm so thankful for God that's blessed me with children and grandchildren. So, is life valuable? Yes, it's valuable. It's that life in you Special, yep. God's got big plans for us. He's got plans for all of us. The question is, it's not whether you're going to be part of His plans. It's going to. It's whether you're going to let His plans be part of your life. You see, the choice is yours. The choice is yours. And the consequences good or bad will last forever. Think about it. Think about those choices. Don't want to miss that first birthday. Don't want to miss them when they walk. You stand there to hold their hand. They take off and run from you. 
There's special moments when they call you by your name. Or when they fall asleep on your chest. This may be the only child you ever have and you don't want to miss out on it, so... Pray a lot. See what God's got planned for you. This is Pastor Chip. I hope everybody has a blessed day. I'll catch you tomorrow.